Welcome to our series, Alumni Conversations, where we sit down with alumni from our executive education programs to hear how their experience has had an impact. Today, Lori Spadaro, Director of the Master of Business Operational Excellence Program, sits down with Lois Bernhardt, MBOE Class of 2019. Lois is a physical therapist and Associate Director of Sports Medicine and Ambulatory Rehabilitation at The Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center. So Lois, thank you for um, being with us today. Thank you for the invitation. First off is tell us about your organization and your current position and basically just a little bit of what you do. Um, sure. I work for Ohio State Wexner Medical Center. I'm a PT by trade and currently an associate director in an ambulatory setting. I oversee both physical therapy and our musculoskeletal physician practice at uh, one of our clinics. Okay, so before you started MBOE, what experience did you have, if any, in operational excellence or lean or process improvement? Prior to MBOE, I didn't have any experience with lean and was only vaguely familiar with the, or aware even of the terms Six Sigma lean um, operational excellence. I was fortunate to have had uh, excellent leaders above me that were very operations focused. And although the term operational excellence was new, the emphasis and uh, kind of those components of leadership were not new to me. I was also very fortunate in that um, my direct supervisor, one of my direct supervisors was a graduate of the program back in cohort two. Oh, wow. Long time ago. <laughs> yes. So that was like me. I actually didn't know much about lean or process improvement or OPEX. I knew the buzzwords and whatever, but when I came to the program, I also didn't know much and thought it would be interesting. So um, why? did you decide to do MBOE then? What, what made you decide, I'm gonna get more information, I'm going to apply? Um, for me, I've always been a learner, um, but for me, I, I do better with learning in a more structured manner. So prior to the MBOE program, I'd been looking for three or four years for a business program. I always kind of had it in the back of my head that I wanted to do an MBA of some variety, um, but I hadn't found a program that really met what I was looking to learn as well as the financial and familial limitations that um, were important to me. This program, uh, when I found it, I really connected with and it uh, met all of my needs across all of my spectrums, both family and work related. So just so the difference between the MBA and the MBOE is the MBA is, is you know, the MBOE is more focused towards OPEX and lean and MBA is, is more broad. Do you think that you missed anything by not doing the MBA? A route and just doing MBOE? Not at all. Uh, actually, I feel like I've gotten more out of it than some of my colleagues that have gone uh, through the MBA program because I've learned more components that really tie into my day-to-day -day job and uh, teach some of those intangibles in terms of the leadership that numbers and um, some of that doesn't quite get at that you get in the economics and whatnot for the MBA. Uh, I felt like all that we learned in um, through, through some of the Excel programming and things like that in terms of how to run the numbers was very important, very beneficial, and taught me those baseline components that I really was looking for. Great. So how has the MBOE affected you and how you lead and how you and your team have adapted to change or this disruption that we're all facing uh, on a daily basis since March? <laughs> I am exceedingly grateful for what the program taught me uh, during this COVID year. 
being able to pivot quickly um, based on demand and for us in our clinic, uh, particularly our physician clinics, we went going, we went from 100% in person to 100% virtual and then transitioned back to in person in 10 weeks. And that was a pretty heavy lift. And being uh, my experience in the program really taught me to look at all the components and really look at the cross functionality within our frontline teams and make those connections better. And by doing that, we really were able to set up some things that, although they were kind of patches at the time, uh, they allowed us to still continue on and not have to shut down completely, even though some of our uh, systems were not online for doing kind of online scheduling and our call center wasn't set up to schedule patients for like telehealth and things like that. We found some uh, ways to work around in an effective manner and improve the communication. So, you know, in MBOE, we teach not to do workarounds and those things, but at this, because of this disruption, we didn't have a choice. Like everybody was doing that, but how, Correct. how are we um, putting standards or standard work in place in case this happens again? Have you done that? Great question. We have actually, um, we have updated and are currently continuing on reiterations of our uh, scheduling algorithm to better meet the needs of patients and incorporating, uh, we'll call it pandemic related factors into some of our questions, particularly in regards to allowing patients to schedule online uh, visits with like via telehealth or in person and working through some of um, those components of built into the system, putting in checks and balances in that regard. Uh, the workaround we created actually did create, um, we did create some standards with that in, but it became kind of a paper version as opposed to an electronic version uh, for our call center that we put together to go, hey, we need to find out, is this patient urgent? Is this patient not urgent? Can they, do they have to be seen in person? or can they be seen via a virtual visit? And by putting those standards, we at least came up with a pathway for patients to get care that they needed, albeit uh, not perfect. It was, um, it was effective for the, time, for the short period of time that we had to utilize it. Well, that's good. And then as, as we, you know, everybody knows that works in continuous improvement, you are always going to update that, right, as needed. Um, to make it better because we don't just stop when we have a standard in place. We continually update it to make it, you know, make it more beneficial for everybody involved. So in this program, everybody brings a problem from their organization to use as their capstone project, which they work on for the whole entire year. Um, can you just share a little bit about what your capstone project was and what, you know, how it's affect your organization? Yeah. Um, my capstone project started out as getting the right patient to the right provider on the first pass. Um, so patient calls in, we want to try and make sure that they're seeing the right provider the first time and they don't have to be rescheduled or whatnot or add an additional visit. We realized, however, very quickly that if we didn't have providers available over the course of the week and throughout the day, that we could not meet the customer demand. Uh, for instance, not everybody wants to be seen on a Monday at one location where all of our providers were for that particular problem. Working with my leadership team, we moved 24 providers, that's a pretty significant number, last October to more evenly spread our providers and their teams across town as well as across the week. 
we did an overhaul of our scheduling algorithm for both the call center and our electronic scheduling. Um, and with that, we've also realized that we really need to touch base on this about every quarter um, at minimum twice a year, but really kind of review and see what's not working. And honestly, since I did the update that went in last December. I've done approximately five updates since then uh, to better meet our department needs and uh, improving the flow of the patients as well as ensuring that the providers are happy with the types of patients that are getting to their schedules and that they're appropriate for their care. Well, that's good, and which makes it more convenient for the patients who are the customers, right? So where they need to be Abs or where it's- Absolutely. That's great. Um, I don't think that everybody realizes you know, you have all these places across the city to go to for care, um, mm -hmm. but what that really is, is people don't want to go too far away from home typically, right? So if you can make it more convenient, Correct. Easier, well, that's helpful. What is one specific or foundational concept that you've learned in the MBOE program? My number one learn, uh, and actually I shared this with my leader the other day when I had uh, my review since programming ended, a leader really has to walk the line regularly. In my world, that is kind of testing the algorithm, talking with providers, as well as frontline and support staff to find out where those issues are so they can be addressed. If, if you're not really working with the people that are working with your customers on a daily basis, you don't hear about the little issues that if, if they aren't addressed, uh, really become major issues down the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what we call that in MBOE is going to the GEMBA or going to look and see how the, how the work is being done. And really, one of the biggest things we do learn in the program is talk to the people doing the work. They're the ones that work with it every day. They're the ones that have great ideas on how it can be improved and what's not working. So, you know, before you make any change, always check with those, those people, like you said, the frontline workers who are doing the work. Great. That's, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you brought that to, to the here. So um, you and everybody else has been in MBOE has, I'm sure, yes. sure done that like we all do. It's still funny how many changes are made without asking the people doing the work. But And, and that was actually something that did occur during um, kind of that shutdown time frame and they were trying to rapidly implement some things. There were some pushes that were done by some higher leadership that didn't realize the impact on the front line. They changed the visit duration of a specific visit type. And by doing that uh, randomly, it impacted patients and providers. And um, that's partly where I, I think it is so important to, like you said, go to the Gemba and talk to the frontline staff and get their feedback. Yeah, absolutely. So Lois, what advice would you give to people, prospective students who are looking at the program, aren't really sure if they want to do it or you know, what, what would you say about your experience, both personally and professionally? Um, as I've told several of my colleagues since then that have asked me about it, I said, I've told them, find a way to make it work. Um, as much as I thought I knew about leading, I learned more than that I didn't know I didn't know along the way. And you can do anything for a year. You, you can truly dig in and you can make some uh, monumental changes in your company or your corporation uh, with this program. But I always, that's what I tell everybody, you can do anything for a year. You know, I know when I, the first, after the first session, I came home and wrote on a piece of paper session one through eight and every Saturday after class, I would come home and I'd cross that session out. I'm like, okay, 
seven more, you got this. But you know, it really is the amount of information that you learn from the people in your class, you know, because in this program I service, there's, um, you know, manufacturing, there's healthcare all, all together, learning from one another. And, you know, we all have different experiences. We have different problems that we're working on, but the way that MBOE teaches you how to solve those problems is the same. And so can you just give me a little bit of information on your peers in your class? like how, how you thought that worked and in, in your home teams and, and things like that. I thought it was incredible because um, I was a little bit intimidated when, we, when I first started healthcare and so much, uh, so many of the instructors and whatnot really came from a manufacturing background or industry. And a lot of these terms come from industry and whatnot. You go, well, how does that apply in healthcare? And really once you started learning like, oh, well, I've got people that do that, or I have staff that I need to take care of and I have to coach up to my leaders and uh, coach down and uh, coach up some of my um, frontline staff or support staff. The concepts carry over tremendously. So I think in that regard, you learn little bits and to be honest, cross-functional teams occur in all industries and learning how to pull the information and the, the gist of what somebody is uh, doing or changing in their corporation can truly make a difference in your own corporation or your own team even, depending on how small or big you go. Right, and do you, it's true. And do you agree, or, <clears throat> excuse me, what I tell people is you, you get very close to the people in your class. So yeah. you find that as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, as goofy as it is, there's a Facebook group for our class and, you know, you, you see stuff posted there, you really start following these people because you become a family and you're in constant contact, particularly with your home team over the course of that year and really get to know them, not just about uh, their educational side, but you get to know about their families. A lot of the uh, folks are coming in from out of town and they're here for the week and sharing what there is in Columbus or around town with them um, is also important and develops that collaboration beyond just the academics. That's true. Yes, we're still, I mean, I'm still friends with the people I was in my class with and, and friends with, every, you know, almost everybody in your cohort as well. So <laughs> it's really, it's like a family. It really is. And everybody's so supportive of one another, which is really great. Um, final question. So how has MBOE influenced your personal life? So academically, we know how it's influenced you and your organization. What about personally? That's a, that's a great one. Um, I have a blended family. So between my husband and I, we have five kids. Uh, and really what it did this year is it showed my children that it's possible to work and go to school at the same time. Um, it also taught me that this virtual work uh, to do less and more asking and having people show me what they're learning um, and show me what they're struggling with. Uh, you learn more by seeing. Um, an example of this last spring, my son kept having assignments graded as zero or late when they switched to a virtual. He swore he submitted everything. Uh, we found three different issues. He didn't always wait for it to say submitted before he closed his computer, so it didn't submit. He wasn't submitting it in the correct format or location. And then we also found out that there was some internet chaos. One computer said it was submitted, another one said it didn't. And we had to share this information with the teacher to be able to open it back up and uh, get it done again. So really it was a 
uniquely uh, educational for me and to be able to apply that concept to my family. Yeah, so you did some root cause analysis to figure out what the problem was. <laughs> for yes, I truly did. Yeah, it could be used everywhere. So yes. anyway, the final thoughts that you'd like to share with those prospective students, Lois? This program is a lot of work, but it is so worth it. Um, what you learn in the take home messages that you can truly apply, you may not see it right in that moment, but over the course of the year, it really does start to layer and it, um, it gives you a foundation to lead not just your team, but lead some of your leadership as well and expand your horizons. True, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a great program. I mean, everybody that's been in it will pretty much have the same same answer you know how much it's changed for them but anyway i want to thank you for joining us thank you lawrence we'll see you later for more information on the master of business operational excellence program visit fisher.osu.edu backslash mboe